Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Resting Place Tampa. We hope you feel honored, empowered, and full of faith because of what you hear. And we would love to see you at a gathering soon. For more resources like this, head to trpfamily.org. Let's start with a prayer. Uh, I want to pray for you and you pray for me. Right? I have things to share and time. I struggle with time. When you experience the eternal, it's so hard to bring eternal into time because time is like a little box. And eternal is a forever expansion of glory. But I'm going to try my best. Amen? So, Father God, we just pray for your people. We speak for their ears so they will be able to hear what the Spirit of God is saying. That every lie, every bondage, every memory from the past any worry right now would just be removed and that the peace of God the shalom of God will come into this room the joy of God that is our strength and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding would come into this room so people can hear now what Abraham is saying because Abraham is just your puppet but that people will hear what you are saying amen and I am the puppet of the Lord because that's what prophets are. The hand of God comes upon a prophet and then they speak. They don't speak their word. They speak the word of the one who's holding them. Exactly like a puppet. A puppet can do nothing unless a hand comes on it first. When the hand comes on it, then it begins to speak. So that's why I say that. For the sensitive ones that are watching because they're not here. And if you are sensitive, you're about to get set free. Sorry, but you're about to get set free from that stuff in the name of Jesus. So like uh, our wonderful Deanna said, I uh, recently accepted the role of uh, outreach department leader here at the resting place. Thank you, guys. And it's going to be a fun journey. We, I've been doing it, but there's been some restructuring and, so, and redefining of things. And I'm really excited about that. And um, if you could just put on the, the, the sign with the uh, Outreach Department Ministries. And before we do anything else, I really just want to put this out there. Can everybody in this room take out your phones? Pull out your phones real quick. Everybody, I'm watching you. I am watching you if you're not doing it. I'm staring at you hard. You're exposed from this perspective. I just see everybody. And I want you to take a picture of this. Just take a picture of this. And as we're preaching and we're speaking, I want you to pray and I want you to go home and I want you to ask God, where do I start? Where do I begin? It's not where you're going to finish, but where you start. Amen? And then there's the other slide, the text love reach. You might as well do it now because you're going to feel the conviction later and it's not going to be up there. So just text it now by faith. You're going to text by faith that this message is going to do something to your heart. And you're going to be ready to go do something for God. The title of this message is, uh, and well, let's go back to the slide with the departments. We're going to have global missions ministry, which includes um, missionary trips, going out into other countries. I don't use the word nations because nations means groups of people. I'm talking about, let's take you to other countries and other continents to be exposed to the need. When you go into a missionary trip, it changes your life. I've been to a few of them, and they have always changed my life because I understand the struggle and the need that people are going through. 
We also have a jail ministry. And under these ministries, there's other organizations and ministries that we're going to be working with and partnering with. We already are doing it, but I'm not going to list them all right now because they wouldn't fit up there. But we have the jail ministry. How many people attended yesterday with Heather and myself, the, uh, the correctional facility with the young girls and young men? There were more people in the first gathering. They all came here early. Well, if you have never done it, I just want to encourage you, come out. God wants to use you, and the enemy is really stopping you, making you feel worthless, making you feel like you have nothing to bring to the kingdom. And let me tell you a truth. Every single person in the kingdom of heaven has something to bring. We bring the king. We bring Jesus. That's what we bring. Everything he did in us, now he does through us. Everything. The enemy lies to people and tries to tell people, not your story, not your testimony, not this, not that. He's a liar. He's looking for ways to stop you. But you must arise to the occasion because this occasion is a celebration. This occasion is that we're announcing the goodness of God to the world. The world is lost in sin, in perversion, in poverty, in brokenness, in addictions of all sorts. And he set us free so we can now go and set them free. Can I get an amen? amen? Amen. There you go. There's the human sex trafficking ministry that Heather's been helping and leading in with Created and Selah and helping women that have been trafficked. We also have the family hardship ministry, which includes Timothy Initiative, Just Initiative, Better Together, Care Portal. These are all different organizations that we're currently at the moment working with i don't have the time right now to go into details but as the year comes along we'll be going in in depth with these different organizations just this past week we were able to impact four families that had no furniture in their homes family that had no clothing for their children and we've been impacting families since the month of july we're almost at a hundred thousand dollars of financial impact in tampa bay when we looked at our, thank you, when we looked at our, 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 our core right here, we exist. The first one is for the lost to be found, for the found to be free, and for peace to reign in our city. When there's a mother that is struggling to feed her children, to clothe her children, that mother doesn't have peace. So when we step out and we meet them, that's the lost being found. And when we bring that provision, we're bringing peace to our city. We're bringing freedom to these people that are struggling that if, if, if they can't even meet the need of their child, they can't even think about God. But we have the access to come into this broken situation and bring healing and bring restoration and bring hope in so many different ways. The enemy's telling you you're addicted, you're broken. No, what you need to do is get up and trust God. Trust that God is the author and the finisher of your faith and the good work. Not the bad work, the good work that he began in you. He's faithful to complete it. He's been doing good since the beginning. Genesis chapter 1. He created everything and he called it good. And God is still making everything good. We got exposed to the knowledge of good and evil, but God still lives in the good. God does not know evil. God does not do evil. God does not speak in evil. God is still doing good. God is still being good. And God is still speaking goodness. 
And we need to hear the voice of God in this time and in this season so we can step out of the slumber, the mist, the darkness, the brokenness and sin that we've been caught up in. It's just a mist. So you must ask God, God, fill me with your word. God, fill me with your spirit. And as you keep getting filled with the word of God and you keep getting filled with the spirit of God, you're going to begin to arise. All of a sudden, you'll feel a little bit jiggly and giggly and buzzed and shaky and quaky. And you know why? Because the presence and the power of God just starts doing something. And you're like, what is these feelings? Sometimes I think I'm dying. God's like, you're living. But I've never felt this before. He's like, exactly. Because you were in bondage. You were in sin. You were in bitterness. You were in hate. But now God's bringing me into joy and peace and kindness and mercy and goodness and faithfulness and a sound mind. And then all of a sudden, everything begins to change. It's not by might and it's not by power, but it's by my spirit, declares the Lord. Let God get in your junk. He's good at getting junk. He's good at cleaning junk. He's good at cleaning sin. Come and confess your sin and you will find salvation because he's good at healing. He's good at restoring. He's good at putting broken things back together. That's what he does and that's who he is. And he is bringing a shift. Let him shift you. Let him move you. Let him place you where you belong. You've been living according to the lies that your past told you. Your old pastor, your old church, your family. Well, you have a new church. You have a new family. You have a new revelation. Step up, arise, and shine for the Spirit of the Lord has risen upon you. You are carriers of the glory and might of God. No longer you live, but Christ lives in you. Jesus Christ, I know a lot of Bible. <laughs> I'm trying to keep track of time, but I warn you, I get drunk as I speak. You think I'm speaking. I'm drinking in the heavenly bar right now. What he just said, I know you don't get it yet. But the day's coming where your spiritual eyes are going to pop open. And you're going to be like, what? There was a feast this whole time? This whole time, we've been trying to tell you that... The kingdom of heaven is not coming. The kingdom of heaven is now, is at hand. If you would just open up your ears to hear, if you will allow God to open up your eyes, if you will allow God to heal you, you'll be like, oh my God, no way. No way. That woman back there is a mighty warrior of God. This man right here is an intense worshiper. We're starting to step into our identity, the identity of who we always were. It's, you're not becoming who you're going to be. You're becoming who you were made to be this whole time. I know it sounds like a riddle, but you'll get it. I'm not going to get it. I got it. <laughs> you're going to get it. There's homeless ministry. LGBTQ community ministry. We're not affirming. We're bringing Jesus. That's my testimony. God brought me from that place because nobody dared go. Years ago, God removed me from the church. And he took me to the streets. And he started teaching me how to preach and minister to people in the streets. And he told me, I brought you to the streets so you could learn to love the church. We only call church the people that we see saved here. Because we're here. We're down here. This is all we see. But if you were to go up into the heavenly realm... You'll see the line. And they're not saved here, but let me tell you something. They're saved right here. You ever looked at a timeline in a book? 
people getting saved. You, you got to ask God for the heavenly realm. You got to ask God to heal you. You got to ask God to fill your ears with faith. Hear, faith comes through the hearing, hearing the word of God. That means listen to the voice of God. Listen to the voice of God. Listen to the word of God. Study the word of God. It's not going to stay there. The revelation is going to hit you right across the face. And then you're going to see that what you were reading all along, you're like, what? I, when I read the Bible, I go into the Bible. I don't know how to explain it. He takes me in the spirit, and I see the things through the spirit. The Lord is my best friend. He does take me to green pastures. He's laid me down by still waters. I've drank from the cup of his hand. I sat at his table. Every night I dream, I go right up. I'm like, what is he talking about? You'll get it. You'll get it. Faith comes through hearing. You're the one hearing right now, not me. I'm the one speaking. You're going to get it whether you like it or not. You better run. If you don't want to get it, run through those doors now and don't come back. And as a matter of fact, you already got infected with glory and you don't even know it. You're about to start healing. You're about to start, you're about to start forgiving your enemy. The very person that molested you. The very person that abused you. One day, God's going to take you back to them and you're bringing restoration into their life. The very person that broke you. God is going to take you into their family to bring healing and life and restoration. The very church that kicked you out and didn't believe in the anointing upon your life. The day is coming where you're going to walk in there and feed them some bread and give them some wine that is the kingdom of heaven and there's the provision room foster care ministries follow the list i'm done with that i'm done i took a trip already i'm like let's go let's get these people anybody hey the glory people come on let's get these rest up <laughs> just the glory people splatter on the rest <laughs> splish splash on the rest it's going to get on them. Watch. You're going to be home and just break out in joy. Be like, why am I laughing right now? The joy of the Lord is your strength. That's why you're laughing. Because you're not going to stay in the situation you're in. The glory of God is coming into your house. The glory of God is coming into your life. And the very things you never dare do, you're going to start walking in them. I declare freedom on every person in this room right now. Fear is not your portion. I see the Lord setting you free from religion. Right now, that fake religion is coming off. Why do I dare say this? Because the Bible says in Romans chapter 10, verse 11 says, For the scripture says, everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame. So all shame off right now. All the shame that you're never going to amount to nothing comes off right now. In the name of Jesus. The very dreams in your heart shall come to pass because the Lord gave you that dream. It seems impossible, but the Lord gave you that dream. And you will not die. You will live. And you will give an account of the glory of God. You will go back to the very old friends that were leading you into sin, but now you're going to lead them to Christ. The very family that cursed you, now you're going to go back to bless them. If this is going to happen in different ways. There, we, we're not here to present you a formula because there is no formula. You want a formula? You and Jesus will equal the rest of your life. You and Jesus equals revival. You and the Holy Spirit will go gather the harvest. How are you going to do it? The Lord's going to reveal to you. The enemy's been shaming you that your gift is not good enough, that you don't sing like the other people sing, that you don't draw like the other people draw. God ain't call you to sing like they sing. God did not call you to draw like they draw. God needs your unique gift. God needs your unique talent. 
use it. Some people are like, I just cook. I just make cupcakes. Well, there's a lot you could do for the kingdom of heaven with cupcakes. You could walk into a hospital and bring somebody a cupcake and sing happy birthday to them because nobody's saying happy birthday happy birthday to them in a really long time you can go into a nursing home with cupcakes you can go into a detention center with cupcakes right heather you can come with food cupcakes and pancakes pancakes are cupcakes without the cream <laughs> and a little flattened by the weight of glory <laughs> um there's so much you can do you like to draw you can draw pictures and i'm going to prove it a little bit later to you you write poems, you can use the poetry to spread the gospel. Everybody's just thinking the same old thing. Well, I'm not an evangelist. I haven't gone on a missionary trip. I like to sing, but they never gave me the mic. Well, maybe that's why God hasn't allowed you to get the mic, because the power is not in the mic. The power is in you, Mike. If there's a mic in the room. <laughs> I don't know if there's a mic in the room. He's like, oh. <laughs> there is? Mike, Mike, say hi, Mike. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm stop, stop. I'm just joking. <laughs> I don't know. This, this group is getting drunk. <laughs> the joy of the Lord is my strength. Hello? They're not just laughing and giggling. For you, that's not laughing and giggling. They're sucking up strength. They're gaining strength right now. You don't even know what they just went through this week. I was in the hospital with my mom this week. My mom has an ostomy bag, has a drain bag. My mom is suffering. I need the joy of the Lord right now. I nurture in the joy of the Lord. I get revelation in the joy. I read the Bible in the joy. Don't read it grumpy because you're going to get some religious laws. But if you read it in the joy, you'll be like, what? Arise and shine. And come away with me to the secret stairway in the sky? That's in the Bible? It's in the Bible. Song of Solomon, chapter 2. Go read it. And get drunk. Get drunk in the joy. Let him treat you like his princess, like his bride, like the one that loves your soul. Like the one that makes you whole. Like the one that wants to put destiny into your barren, deserted places. He's making your desert into a garden. Some of you are going through a desert, but some of you are living like the desert. And God wants to bring a river. And God wants to bring healing and restoration into your life like you've never dreamed. And the very story of shame one day will be a story of glory. How do you, you have to imagine this in eternity. We are the witnesses of God. And what do witnesses do? Let's look at the court system. Witnesses give an account of what they saw happen. One day, a lot of us think we're going to go to heaven to be judged. And maybe that will happen. I believe we're going into heaven, into their core system, to testify about Jesus. Well, I'm a witness because the devil is accusing not you. He's accusing the work of Christ. The devil hates the work of Christ. And then, then we're going to get to, oh, I'm practicing because I'm going to speak forever in heaven. But I sit back because here we go. I'm making a Broadway show in heaven because it's better through a musical. And we're going to go to, I think I'm in the glory. <laughs> like, I don't even know if I'm on earth in the glory right now. I'm like in and out. Whether I'm in the spirit or in the physical, I don't know. But I'm somewhere in between. <laughs> just like, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I'm, again, I just take it. Like, <laughs> I'm not done preaching, though. I'm just really gone. Wow. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
Some people are like, what is wrong with him right now? We don't even know what he's saying. I'm speaking spirits. So open up the ears of your spirit and you will understand what I'm saying. God can take you to a place of joy and peace. You don't need to keep having those nightmares. God is ready to give you dreams. Why keep dreaming about demons chasing you and binding you and gaggling you and you're happy with that when God wants to take you in the palm of his hand and scoop you up to glory and show you your destiny not through hell but through heaven. We're trying to preach the gospel to the people in the streets through the fear of hell instead of the joy of salvation. What if we go into the streets telling the world about healing and restoration and who this king of glory really is. And how his face is so radiant and shining. And where every time he speaks, things begin to happen. I'm not making up fairy tales. I'm just reading the Bible in the right lens. Because when he speaks a word, it's alive. And it heals and it restores and redeems and it transforms and this is very different to the first gathering, promise you. But somebody gave me some really wise words. And she said, whatever that group of people need, that's what's going to come out. So you, guys are, you guys are ready. You are glory people. And in the most simplest, humblest, kindest way, is the way you're going to reach this next generation. It's going to be through a smile. It's going to be through a hug. It's going to be through taking time out to simply listen and encourage. It's not going to be the formulas and strategies of religion. Praise God for what has happened in the past. But I see an army arising, an army of salvation. I was listening to a testimony when Salvation Army arose in the radio. They were talking about how people were having encounters of hell. And this is how the altars were being filled. And there's churches out there that pray like, yes, we want an encounter of people having encounters with hell so they could come and repent. I'm like, mm -mm. I am praying that a revival breaks out in the church that people start having heaven encounters. Encounters of healing. Encounters of redemption. That you will have a dream so wonderful that they will have to wake you up and you're chuckling and laughing. You wouldn't even be able to go to work the next day because you're laughing so hard with a hysterical joy. A joy unspeakable and full of glory. But through that joy, a boldness will arise for you to speak the truth of heaven. And I promise you, I'm going to see salvation, salvations. People being transformed in those most simplest and loving ways. And what we're trying to do here at TRP, give me time. Signal, I'm good? Okay, we're good. Well, we're good. Ten minutes, a lot could happen. <laughs> One day to God is like a thousand years, so somebody do the math. We still have another like 450 years to go. Let's go. <laughs> we could do this. <sighs> I'm like dazed. <laughs> wow, there's, this room is very different compared to the first room. It's like, whoa. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Why are you getting me drunk over there? She's like sprinkling me. <laughs> I'm trying to like focus. <laughs> the iPad, the letters are like jumping around. <laughs> I'm trying to focus. Lord, just do your will. Lord, you know what? Lord, touch your people. What better revelation than God touching you? Then God simply touching you. That you could leave this gathering and be like, wow, I, I, I experienced the touch of the Lord. I'm ready for my book. I'm ready for my book. I'm ready. Just do it. Just, just write it. Just, just release your song. 
So many of you are just waiting for somebody else's approval. And I hear the Lord from the throne say, saying, you are approved. You're approved. You were asking for a confirmation. You were asking for a sign. The Lord says, you're sent. Go. 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 The church is here to help you discover it. We're giving you this to discover it. But maybe your dream is not in that list. Let's talk. And let's see how we can encourage you to go for it. To go make it happen. Amen? We want to send you. The scripture says in Romans chapter 10, uh, verse 13, for everyone who calls the name of the Lord will be saved. For everyone that calls upon the name of, tell them about Jesus. It's not about making people say a salvation prayer. Tell them about Jesus. I even tell them, look, you don't have to say salvation prayer now, but this is how you call upon his name when you're ready. I called upon Jesus and nobody was in my house. The churches gave me the back and Jesus showed up in my house. This is how I got saved. Churches couldn't deal with somebody like me. They didn't know where to put me. But God gave me a word. He says, you're going to be a pastor. Did I teleport here? God kept his word. He makes everything beautiful in his time. In his time. He's given everything a time. So stop rushing. Stop trying to rush God. He's making you beautiful in his time. You're going through the process of transformation. Enjoy it. How then will they call him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless, some, unless someone is sent? And the Lord told me, and I read it earlier backwards. I'm not going to read it backwards now. But this is the point. When you read it backwards, the first step, you need to be sent. Second step, you preach. Third step, they hear. Fourth step, they believe. Fifth step, they call out. They believe because faith comes through hearing, hearing the word of God. Something begins to happen in people's hearts. Caleb was saying last week, some water, some plant the seed. We are always, we're raised in religion like, oh, I got this many people saved. You didn't get nobody saved. You don't got power to get nobody saved. It's the blood of the lamb that saves the soul. And when that soul cries out to the Lord, oh, I hear you. He picks you up and he saves you and he, he has you in the palm of his hand. We're so stuck in the ways of this world that we forget the real purpose. We're not collecting people for a church. We're collecting people for the kingdom of heaven. We're gathering souls because the Lord is coming. Whether you believe it or not, the Lord is coming. The day quickly approaches. The years are flying by. And I don't want to go home empty-handed. I've been there already. I am excited. Every time I preach, every time I minister to people, I'm looking for my brothers and sisters that were lost in the face of the earth. They're lost in sin and transgression and all kinds of sort of craziness. But it's my job to go into the highways and the byways and compel them to come home. For at home, the Father has prepared a feast. The kingdom of heaven is like a king who threw a wedding for his son. And he sent out his messengers throughout the nations, inviting his people to come. But his people were too busy. Too many churches are too busy. We're so, I just got married. I just launched a ministry. I just launched a business. I don't got time for intimacy. But the king is calling you to the table to eat. You know, 
Seek and you shall find. Ask and you shall receive. Knock and the door will be open and you will come in and what? Eat with me and I will eat with you. Is that a feast? Read the scriptures. There's a feast. There's a feast. And he's not talking about physically hungry. He's speaking about the spiritually hungry. And we are chosen. We are a chosen generation. We, are, we were slaves that were brought into the kingdom. We were transformed like Cinderella. We were given armor. We were made beautiful. And now he says, go into the highways and tell them what I did for you. So we must go out and tell people, hey, I know Jesus. I met Jesus. This is what Jesus did for me. And then people are like, whoa, everything you're saying is just touching my heart. It feels like you know me. He knows you. I always tell people, hey, at the end of this life, there's a wedding. You're invited. It's your wedding with Jesus. You want to come to the wedding? They're like, what? They never heard nobody say it like that. But that's the way the Bible says it. I'm like, there's a wedding. You want to come to the wedding? It's your wedding with Jesus. I'll be there. When you see me there, please wave at me. I'll say hi to you. They're like, are you going to be there? They're like, I'm coming. Okay, I'll see you there. Hey, at the end of this life, there's a wedding. And it's a wedding with you and Jesus. It's up to you to accept the invitation. I'll be there. Say hi to me when you see me. I'm expecting you there. Are you going to come? Yeah. I've done it over and over. You wanna, yeah, you're invited, girl. You're invited. Let's go. She's like, me, tell me, please. <laughs> and all of a sudden, there's a hope in people's lives. I don't know what their journey is going to look like. It doesn't mean every single person I evangelize I'm supposed to pastor. But I know that he who began a good work in them, he is faithful to complete it. It's not my job to complete it. It's the job's Lord to complete it. And he's going to do a good job at it. Amen? So be sent. You preach. So there's only one time you do something, right? The ministers sent you. God sends you. You preach. They hear. They believe. They call out. They get saved. See all that? You see how easy? And you worry that you got to do all that. No, God does that. You only speak your story. Tell the world. I don't know. I, mean, I haven't gone to Bible school yet, so I can't feed the homeless man. Oh, my God, you just need, they don't need your Bible degree. They need a plate of food. The girls at the detention center don't need your title at church. They need your arms for a hug. That's it. Jesus just needs some feet to go. He doesn't need your anointing. He needs your obedience. Church taught you wrong, and I'm here to tell you that much. But God is restructuring God is breaking the ground of all your tradition, breaking you down from all your religion. His way is better. You like to sing it, now receive it. You need to know what you'll be singing up there sometimes. Amen. No shame. There is no shame. God is setting us free because this generation will see the coming of the Lord. We will see revival and people healed and saved like we never dreamed or imagined. We're not all going in the same direction. Scatter. Just scatter. Go everywhere. You all have been given a nation. You all have a group of people. And you know where your group of people is? Look at your sin. Look at your struggle. Look at your went, what you went through. Look at your trial and look at your desert. And that's where you're going to go to. That's your people. I know what people wonder why I do what I do. Because that's where I came from. And there were no prophets there. God needed a prophet in the gay community. God needed a prophet in Ybor City. And God needs some prophets in some churches to bring the truth and set the people free. That's their sin. But religion and tradition is the sin of the church. And it's going to come down in the name of Jesus. Amen. It's exciting. Whenever you can, you could text the number. I want you to pray. Be like, where can we start? 
Where can we get this experience? And the title of this message, see I do everything backwards, is there's many ways to fish. And what I did is being very vulnerable. God gave me a gift, and I'm using my gift of poetry and my gift of art to bless you guys tonight. If you could hit the lights real quick, and if Jerry just puts the sound, I'll give him a minute. And before we do this, to all the parents that got their children, they're giant killers because we changed their names today by accident. They're world changers and giant killers. After the gathering, if, before you come for prayer, go get your children. And any first-timers or anyone that would like to attend the Fresh Start, please go that way. And the Lord gave me this. We're setting up the special effects and sound, music. And I just, I, I want you to realize something. I don't want you to be like Abraham. And say this with me. I'm not like Abraham. I don't want to be like Abraham. Lord, I want to be like me. I want to be like me. I want you to, if you see me, I just want you, I want to be an encourager. So you can go follow your dream and your desires. What God gave me is the gift that he gave me. You're not going to draw the way that I draw art and you're not going to testify the way I testify. And that's not the goal. The goal is that you will testify the way God called you to testify. And that you will draw and speak and teach and paint and dance however you love it. And that through the very thing you love, the very glory of God will be manifested. And that God will use your gift as the fishing hook to get others. Amen? And this I created for you guys. This is for you guys. It's called um, Many Ways You Can Catch a Fish. Some catch fishes with a string and pole while others catch fishes with a bucket and rope. Some catch fishes trapped in the sand. Others catch fishes with their bare hands. Some catch giant fishes out in the deep blue. Others catch fishes and need a whole crew. Some catch fishes in the shallow streams. And others, they catch fishes even in their dreams. Some catch fishes with excitement and joy. And a child catches fishes even with his toy. Some catch fishes from the deep below. Yet others catch fishes from way up above. Just remember, if you're going to catch fishes, always catch them with love. Catch fishes with peace and meekness. Catch them with faith. Catch fishes with gentle kindness. Catch them with hope and grace. Catch fishes with goodness. And catch them with truth. 
always catch fishes. The same way Jesus caught you. Beautiful are the feet of those who preach good news. Now, let's go fishing. Jesus invites you. God gave me a dream in 2011. He told me that I was going to draw, and I used to draw stick figures. And now, all those drawings, I got to create them. And he told me he was going to show me the colors, and he was going to show me the process of art. And I didn't understand why, but now I know. He wanted to heal my heart. He wanted to redeem time, and God is ready to redeem your time. And God is ready to make your wildest dreams come true. He's, he's trying to set you an ex, as an example before the nations. And of people that did not know you, those will be the people that will come running. And you one day will come before the Lord, the Lord and bring a generation of people that you never thought right now you could touch. I'm going to ask the prayer team to come up. I'm going to do a prayer call for for people to return to their first love. Maybe you've been doing church so long that you forgot that joy and that fire. And, and I, I, God wants you to remember when you felt the Holy Spirit the very first time and you were in youth group and you were just like, I felt him. And God wants us to never lose that fire. I'm making a salvation prayer for those that never given their hearts to Jesus. Jesus allow you to be here today because Jesus loves you. He, Jesus seen the suffering and the pain that you've been through and he doesn't want you to walk in that bondage any longer. So come home. And then the third one is for anyone that's been afraid to share Jesus. You've been wounded through religion. You've been wounded through the systems of men and you felt like you can never fit in and you've belittled the beautiful testimony the beautiful gift that God's given you and today you want to say Lord here I am send me I will go don't forget your giant killers get them first but for you that don't have kids come up let's pray and if you gotta go you gotta go but let God minister to us right now I'm honoring our the system but if you need prayer come up drink Drink of his cup, eat of his bread, be renewed and be restored, and simply just go ahead. God bless you and keep you, and may God shine his face upon you today and always. And walk in the destiny and the purpose that God has for you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Resting Place Tampa. We hope you feel honored, empowered, and full of faith because of what you hear. And we would love to see you at a gathering soon. For more resources like this, head to trpfamily.org.